Hello and welcome to another edition, in fact, the third edition of Real Leadership, Life, Love, and Leadership. I'm Tom Ray, and uh, joining me on the line is the one and only Birch Koppel. Say hello, Bert. Hello, Birch. I mean, hello, Tom. How are you doing tonight, brother? <laughs> doing great. Uh, so let's let's kick this thing right off with a... Uh, something that you're thankful for. Yeah, today I had the opportunity to be outside with my boys and their friends. We played some wiffle ball together, and I'm thankful that even at the age of 42, I can still strike out some of those young whippersnappers with a wiffle ball. So I'm thankful for that today. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, you know, something that we um, kind of neglect a lot of times is the very obvious things. And, and for me today, it was being thankful to God for my eyesight. Mm. I am just so thankful to see the things that I'm able to see. Uh, I just watched uh, uh, a show on television a little while ago and it talked about a guy that um, whose eyesight had faded. And uh, just makes me realize how much more um, I appreciate my site. So I'm thankful for my site today. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. Cool stuff. So what a wonderful time to be alive. And uh, and I thought uh, today would be fitting to talk about encouragement. Encouragement. Um, you know, with all the decisive, excuse me, the decisiveness going on in our country and the negative political agendas, the quote-unquote <laughs> fake news, and even more, uh, the negative news, you know. Um, you know, there's a person that was killed or a person that was robbed. I mean, yeah. you know what? It could be so depressing uh, that we never leave our homes, right? No, you're absolutely right. And, uh, and, well, I mean, and you're right. Yeah, go ahead. The, you know, the sad thing about it is that we here in America have become so accustomed to the negative that the negative has become the norm, and uh, we seem to thrive on the negative. At least you turn on the news, and it's usually all the negative, and rarely do you see something that is encouraging. Yeah, it's really uh, interesting the way you said that, because I, I found myself watching some of the the network news today and how easily it is to just kind of get sucked into the media world of what's happening and uh, obviously we know, you know, from a media standpoint, the uh, cable news exists to sell advertising, right? I mean, that's what they're there for. If they're not selling advertising, they're not going to be able to stay on the air. And so they have to find every news piece they can, and they beat it to death, right, trying to get everything they can out of it. And oftentimes it's things that are negative or things that make you uh, not encouraged. And, um, you know, I was doing some research, getting ready for, uh, this 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 broadcast, so to speak, tonight, and I know that the word encourage actually comes from an old French word. I'm going to slaughter this because I don't speak French, but it's encourager, which I'm sure you say that differently. But um, encourager, which means to make strong or to hearten, and really if you look at the word encourage, kind of all by itself, if you just break it down to its basic words, you have you have en, which means to give, right? And you have the word courage, which means to offer um, uh, confidence to do something beyond what's normally expected. And, and 
while the news cycle is almost there to discourage us and to make us feel bad, we have an awesome opportunity, like you said, to do something great every day with people around us by offering them encouragement. Uh, and we should be doing it just as frequently as we hear the discouragement that's, you know, brought up by the media and and social media and forces around us. How do we do that, Tom? Uh, well, sometimes we have to tune out or drown out or turn off uh, a lot of the negative stuff around us, um, you, you know, and, and not allow that to influence us in a way that it's going to change our demeanor and, and cause us to be um, furious and upset. You know, I think back, and not to be on this political tip right now, but I think back when, um, you know, everything was going down with the election and and uh, how families were divided yeah. over uh, politics. Yeah, yeah right. And, and it's just so sad, you know. Uh, you know, things are the way they are. You know, we voted, whatever. But people, families ripped away. And people, uh, I don't know, there's probably some to this day that are not even talking to one another over a political vote. And and that just breaks my heart um, that uh, people will allow things to divide us. Um, and so I think it's, it's fitting that we, uh, in life, that we focus on the positive things. You know, what did mom used to say? You know, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say nothing at all. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, uh, you know, in the Bible, First Peter chapter 4, um, it says, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up, right, as it's for the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear, right? What a great yep. uh, scripture on this topic just to basically don't talk trash to people. Encourage them. Build them up. Lift them up, right? Yep. No, absolutely. Um, well, how about if I do this? I, I would like to read off. There's a, a, a website. It's one of the wikis that are out there and that just gives some awesome ideas of things that you can say or things that you can do um, to show encouragement. And I'm thinking, how about if I read some of these off and you just give me kind of the first thing that comes to your mind? How does that sound to you? Okay. Deal. Okay. Okay. So, the first thing that this uh, this wiki online talks about is Stop focusing on ne on the negative and choose to focus on the positive. Right. So uh, what does that mean uh, to you? Uh, well, okay. So I, I'm going to divert right here and, and share a quick little story. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you a question as I'm getting ready to answer yours. Um, so the question is, what do flies get attracted to? Uh, uh, yeah, what, food. Well, and what else? What are flies attracted to? Flies are <laughs> flies are attracted to. I was outside today picking up dog poop. They're attracted to dog poop. Okay. All right. Okay. So, what are honeybees attracted to? 
honeybees are attracted to things that are sweet, to, to pollen okay. and nectar, right? Right. And what are those sounds? In the beautiful the flowers, I, right? Yes. Okay. So there, there are folks that are like flies, right? And, yep. and all they see is the negative. Right. In fact, the bee and the fly can be in the same field. Absolutely. The bee will go for the flowers delicately, land on them, bring out the nectar, and everything's beautiful. In right. fact, if you interviewed the bee before it took off on its quest to check out all these flowers, and you asked the bee, do you see anything uh, ugly in this field? The bee will say no. Mm -hmm. If you interviewed the fly and said, hey, do you see anything beautiful in this field? The fly is going to say no. The fly will be attracted to that dog poop, as you mentioned, and right. the bee will be attracted to the flower. So right. uh, a lot of us have either a fly mentality or a bee mentality, right? right? We're either drawn to the good things mm. or drawn to the negative things. And it's Absolutely. amazing how people can be so polar opposite sometimes. And maybe right. it's because of some of the things that's happened in their own lives uh, that's, you know, what was that uh, schlep rock from the old uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoons uh, who used to say, oh, wow, is he woo-woo, you know, and uh, everything bad always happened to him or, or you know, any one of those things, you know, that are going on in people, they never had a, uh, a good day in their life, you know, and so uh, why look at things good, always see the bad. So that was a long answer to your question, but... Um, but uh, which one are you, the hunt in Kimmy the bee or the fly? That's good. That's good. Let me give you let me give you another one. Again, these are ways that you can show encouragement to other people. So here's number two. Encourage even the smallest effort. What does that mean to you? Well, just that. So I encourage when I'm when I'm counseling uh married couples, um I encourage the wife um, to say thank you to their husband for doing something like taking out the trash. Right. Well, oh, one woman says, well, why should I say thank you? Because that's his job. Well, it is his job, right? But if you wanted to take out the trash today and tomorrow and the next day and polish your car and backing your car out and and uh, and all these other things, then all you have to do is encourage. A little encouragement goes a long way. Oh, right? Yeah. If, if we, we have a, a waitress, right, and yeah. the waitress' job is to serve us, right? But if we say thank you, it just makes their job that much better, and they'll want to serve us with the right attitude, with the right heart because we're acknowledging that they're in the room and acknowledging uh, what they're doing. And, and, and all, all it takes is just kind words to build yep. people up. Absolutely. You know, it's speaking on that tip, I was on the way out of um, a restaurant the other day, and I saw this uh, girl, and she, she smiled. I think she had 
uh, some kind of uh, retainer or braces or something like that on. And it, she just caught my attention really quick. And I stopped really quick and turned back. And I said, you know what? You have a beautiful smile. And she just lit up like a Christmas tree. And then mm-hmm. out the door I went. Uh, right. Just something like that can make an effect on somebody's day. And, uh, you know, uh, really quick, I, I was reading this story today about this woman who's, who's traveling all over America looking for good with that intention of looking for good. And, and she shared one story about this, this uh, bank teller that said, oh, all I want to do today is just chill and eat a pack of M&M's. So the person who was at the window at that moment went to the store, came back, and slid this woman a pack of M&M's. You know, just something to encourage her day. Absolutely. That's good. But here's something else, and that kind of ties into this one. Uh, step number three, it says, is to look for outwardly demonstrable ways to encourage a person. I think a lot of times we want to, you know, encourage someone verbally, which is good, but we know that all people respond to different stimuli and they have different love languages. So a lot of times uh, we should look for outward ways to demonstrate to encourage a person as opposed to just doing it verbally. And so that could be like, you know, with, I don't know, with kids, it could be awards or certificates or gifts or with spouses. I know that, you know, in in your relationship, in your marriage, I know love notes are, are, are a big deal. I mean, so that's an outward yeah. way that you can demonstrate encouragement, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I like to call it love in action. Right. Um, love in action. You know, we're, we're uh, stepping out and, and expressing our love through action. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, you know, you've heard the phrase, let your, uh, uh, what is it, uh, walk the talk, right? And and so don't just say, I love you. Demonstrate it. Let it be in your actions. Um, you know, and, and don't, uh, I guess this might be a sidebar, but don't allow your, uh, strengths to manipulate people, but use your strengths to encourage people. Mm, that's good. And, and uh, I love that line because that came from Mark Pohl from the John Maxwell team. Uh, don't use your strengths to manipulate people. Use them to encourage people. Um, and too often we let our good be evil spoken of because... Um, we don't take the time to be thoughtful in what we're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. Here's number four and five on this list. They kind of go together. It says, first of all, reject negative responses and then make positive comments. How important is it when we're encouraging someone to really monitor and choose our words carefully? Why is that important when we're trying to encourage somebody? Well, that's... That's a, a deep one right there, right? Because, um, you know, especially if we want to, I mean, look, we're not going to be able to live a life negative free, mm-hmm. right? Um, and unfortunately, uh, we can only do what we can do. But, you know, I'd like to, this what's come to my mind just now, and that is, um, you know, I, I think of my home as my castle, right? Uh, I think of it as, um, my place of peace. 
I can't control what goes on out in the world, but I can control what happens here in my castle, so right. to speak. Um, I call it the drama-free zone. Uh, you know, I don't want any craziness going on at my house and, you know, bickering and all this kind of stuff going on. I don't have any time for that here. So I can control that to uh, a great extent in my home. Um, but when we're out and about, it's trying to find a way to uh, <laughs> and change the atmosphere, right? The, uh, the, another scripture in the Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. Right. Right? Yep. And so I think if we're uh, offering a soft answer, if we're offering uh, a word of encouragement, I think I think sometimes people will just be taken aback by it because they're so used to the negative to come out or a, a challenge in a fight to take place, whether it be through arguing or, or actually throwing fists. In fact, I saw something like that today. A, a fight broke out at Disney World. And... Uh, this guy was beating up on this woman, and, and there was a question asked, um, would you step in and stop it, or would you let it uh, continue to to, uh, to fester? And, and so, um, you know, uh, I think that we need to be on the side of trying to find a way to be peacemakers, to encourage peace, and, and to... Um, uh, encourage the positive instead of the negative. And here's the thing that we always think about, uh, or at least need to be thinking about, is um, are we being a part of the solution or the part of the problem? Yep, and I think that's true, you know, especially when you're trying to choose what you want to say. If you want to be an encouragement to somebody, you want to be part of the solution, not fester and focus on the problem and continue to dwell there because that's where people tend to get lost in their own thoughts. And then number seven on this list is tell people positive things about themselves. And I think that's a really important thing because all of us, I think we are all our own worst critic uh, for the most part. And we often, uh, we don't see ourselves in a good light, uh, whether we're not happy with our appearance or the way we speak. But when someone uh, is able to speak words of encouragement to others and tell them about the positive things they're doing, right? I mean, about how caring they are or helpful or thoughtful or considerate or reflective or innovative or whatever the case is. When you do that and you try to give them concrete examples that really demonstrate to them uh, how those traits are important, it really helps a person to see not only one that you're being genuine that you've actually thought about it, but it helps to build up their self-esteem and it makes them see themselves. It forces them to change the, the perspective of who they see themselves as, and they can actually help uh, give someone the courage uh, to keep moving forward to do something differently. I mean, how, you know, how often do we think about intentionally finding things, uh, to, even with employees, for example, at work? Maybe they're not the uh, the greatest employee. Now, obviously, we believe in the you know the unlimited potential of every person that we come across. Um, but sometimes we know that maybe someone's not on the right seat on the bus, or they're not quite uh, getting it what they're trying to do. And obviously, that frustration can be a real it can be a, a mood killer for them. But if you can find a small thing to be positive about and be concrete about it, that can really change the paradigm of a day for somebody and really put them in a better mindset. Right. I, I totally agree with you. That's that's wonderful. Um, I, I just 
remembered this occasion that happened years and years ago. I was with my youth group, and we were uh, downtown Detroit, and I just ministered at the rescue mission down there. And and, uh, my kids were really fired up, and I've been telling them that encouraging people will go a long way. I said, you know, there's some people that may never hear encouragement. Mm-hmm. So uh, now this is going to not sound that great, but check this out. So um, we were getting ready to leave the area, and uh, there was this lady walking down the street, and one of my youth just went over to him, to the woman and just said, hi, how are you? And the woman just went off and started cussing, at, cussing her out. And she was just totally crushed, right? Her spirit was crushed. And in that moment, I took that time to encourage her, to to encourage her to get back on the horse again and continue to be kind to people, continue to show that um, that kindness to people uh, right. because it goes uh, a long way and makes a difference eventually and sometimes people aren't in the right mind, right? Yeah. Um, but um, we that still shouldn't be uh, a reason for us to stop being kind and, and encourage people. Um, I heard today by uh, uh, Daniel Floyd, I think his name is, is a pastor, um, and, and he said, uh, uh, like, remember, you're doing better than you think you are. Right. Uh, right. You know, you're doing better than you think you are, and a lot of times... We we just down ourselves so much. Uh, maybe we feel like my youth number uh, back in the day that uh, had just been discouraged after trying to do something good, and uh, and sometimes we can get lost in in that and lost in the hurt, and then thinking of well, you know what, I'm not making a difference, and so I'm not going to even try. But uh, you know, we need to for, uh, focus towards consistency and towards. Uh, the long game, if you will, uh, do the same habits every day that produces um, what we want in the long run, right? That we mm-hmm. we keep doing the right things. We keep encouraging people because yeah. one day, uh, you know, they, they call it karma <laughs> in the world uh, that, uh, you know, the, the good will come back to you somehow, some way. And so... I don't believe in karma so much as I believe that um, if you plant good seeds, you'll reap a good harvest. And so, well, yeah, I, I think I think you're right on that. I mean, but let's I mean, encouraging, like going back to the original definition, it, it's instilling courage in other people to to move forward, continue moving on, and to rise to, you know, a, a higher state of mind, so to speak, than maybe they were at previously. And the awesome thing about about encouragement, it's really making a concerted effort to really see the best in other people, right? And I know that can be really hard. So if you're listening today and you're like, man, I'm I'm in a really dark place right now or I don't feel like encouraging others because I need to be encouraged. I mean, it can take long to really learn the skill, but you just got to be strong, right? Because everybody has the ability to learn it with practice and with time and with the discipline of saying, I need to encourage others today you can really shift away from always seeing the worst in others and, and discouraging people to really being more encouraging and being more supporting. And, and the reason why that's so important is because when you give, and I know, Tom, this is really big for you, when you give encouragement, 
to others, not only does it lift them up, but it also tends to lift up the person giving the encouragement. Because not only do we like to feel lifted up and supported by others, but we as humans naturally desire to lift up others and support others as well. And so if we're intentional about giving encouragement, it's going to not only help you as a person and make you feel better about your life and your situation, but it's also helping somebody else that really may need to hear that encouragement that day. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So, um, you know, one thing uh, that we can focus on is, is as we kind of started off this, this talk together today, is, is what are we uh, feeding our minds? Uh, what's coming into our minds? Are we focusing and hearing and dwelling on the negative? Because if we do, we're, we're not going to find those moments to encourage others, you know. Uh, we have kids, right? And, uh, you know, my kids are basically all grown. Uh, I shared on the last uh, uh, blog cast that um, my daughter just turned 20, my youngest. And so um, they're grown up and basically moving on. And and uh, and so um, my, uh, my kids, you know, sometimes our kids do things that don't make us very happy, right? Uh, they, they disappoint us. And and sometimes we as parents can come off as just just beating these kids down with don't do this and no, I said no, and and go to your room or you're in timeout or whether, whatever the, the method of correction is. And we find ourselves always beating them down on the things that are negative instead of looking for the things that are uh, that they're doing right and encouraging that, right? right? Uh, and, and all of us have fallen short of that um, in, in our lifetime. And uh, we've just missed it and, and we keep focusing on the negative because the negative, you know, needs to be addressed usually right away, right? Right, yep. Um, and, and even in, in the business world, you know, um, or take, for instance, you know, I think I might have shared the, the, one of the podcasts here, the uh, broadcast that, uh, you know, a sound person who works in the back and uh, provides the, the microphone and the sound and everything, you don't notice them unless there's feedback. Right. Right? Unless there's a problem. And, and, and yeah. so th- that's a lot of times when we will begin to take notice to our kids. That's why we see our kids sometimes acting out because they're looking for that attention. It's just that uh, we parents sometimes get lost in that, uh, the the acting up that uh, we tend to go overboard on the um, correction side instead of finding things to be encouraging with. Is that pretty deep or what? No, no, that's good, man. That's good. You know, I know uh, Mark Twain, you know, famous author, he once said, I can live for two months on a good compliment. And it's true for a lot of people because a lot of times if you don't, like you said, if all you hear is the negative and you never hear the positive, you never hear that you're doing a good job, 
it can be uh, destructive. And there's this uh, group out there called Operation Warm. And so they focus on giving coats to kids. And they have a really cool website. It's operationwarm.org. Uh, they have one blog post on there, and it's so cool. And it just talks about here are 50 things you can say to somebody that take less than five seconds that can totally encourage them. In fact, there's even studies on here that show that the social reward of having something that's nice said to you or about you, it actually enhances your motor skills and improves your overall performance. So when you're actually complimenting someone and you're encouraging them, you can actually help them learn a new skill or even improve an old one, especially if that encouragement and compliment comes while they're trying something new. So that's kind of a cool concept, too, is that we need to be most encouraging when someone's doing something for the first time or trying something new because it, it actually enhances their ability to do it. So I thought it would be kind of cool if I could just read some of these, if you're you okay with that, Tom, and then we can wrap it up with a, with a tip for the week. Is that good? Yes, absolutely. So here are some of the things you can say, the compliments, to, to kind of elevate um, and, and provide that social reward for somebody. And, again, this comes from operationwarm.org. Check this out. You are more fun than anyone or anything I know, including bubble wrap. <laughs> you, are the mo you are the most perfect you there is. You look great today. You have the best laugh. You make a bigger impact than you realize. I love the way you bring out the best in other people. Our family or school or community or church is better because you are part of it. You inspire me. When it comes to cooking, no one's meals are as delicious as yours. You have taught me so much. You make me want to be a better person. That color looks perfect on you. Everything seems brighter when you're around. You have the best ideas. You have amazing creative potential. Man, you are a gift to everyone that you meet. And I love this one. I tell everyone how amazing you are. Hmm. Man, could you imagine just hearing one or two of those a day, especially from someone that you trust and someone that you really, uh, that you really, you know, you care about their opinion of you? And even more importantly, what if we just spoke that way to our spouses or yeah. uh, our kids and and your coworkers? What a, I, I felt encouraged just reading those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's cool. And, and on that note, Bert, yeah, uh, can you share um, a moment when someone encouraged you and it lifted your spirits? Does anything come to mind of a time someone uh, spoke uh, an encouraging word to you? Yeah, I, there was there was one example just this past week. Um, yes, yeah, most of the folks who listen to our our podcast, they know that you and I are both pastors, and sometimes being a pastor can be a, a thankless job because you just do a lot, and a lot of people don't see what you do. And this past Sunday at church, we did something called our Family First Sunday, and it's a, kind of a different service where the service is only 60 minutes long. We do a lot of uh, songs with movements for the kids. We do a, a really a big object lesson to teach a, a principle or, a, or, a, or a, a basic truth, and then we feed everybody. And so I've been doing this now for over a year at our church, and we do it the first Sunday of each month. And there's a lot of work and effort that goes into this because you always have to come up with something creative and different. 
and the service was done, and I had to clean up my mess while everybody was eating, and ended up leaving, and I thought, man, I really wonder if that made a difference or an impact for somebody today. And I got a text message. Uh, goodness, it was probably, I don't know, an hour or two after the service was done, and it was a father from the church who just said, you know, you don't even know the impact that your service had on us today. We're still talking about it as a family while we're driving out to the sporting tournament across, uh, you know, a, a few cities away. And he just thanked me for the, the impact that that message had on his family that day. And a lot of times, you know, maybe we, we think those things, but we just don't say them, you know. And I wonder... Yeah. How many times if we just had the courage to speak up and say, man, you know, you've got great leadership skills or you're a great example to others or you have the best ideas or, hey, you know, that, that sermon or that object lesson today really made a difference for my family. That's the type of thing that people need to hear because that really did. It was an, an injection of encouragement for me to know that, okay, these messages are connecting and they are making a difference. But unless we actually say those things to somebody else, we just don't know. Uh, we don't know. And that's a big encouragement there, just having the boldness to say something positive mm -hmm. to somebody. You know, even something as simple as, I'm really glad that we met. You know, that's that's a big deal. Oh, sure thing. Um, you know, people are, are some people... They, they don't know how to take us sometimes. Maybe our body language was sending a, a different signal, and, and, and so they're not sure if if you were really glad to see them or, uh, you know, it, that can make or break the day just by a body language. Uh, even though we were thinking, man, that was great today, but, you know, um, just speaking those words and, and speaking those words of encouragement. Uh, can go a long way. And, you know, on that note, uh, Bert, is, uh, wasn't it uh, Les and Leslie Parrott um, in a marriage seminar? Uh, oh, you didn't go with me to that, but I went to a marriage seminar just a, a couple months ago, and they were talking about doing this exercise in that um, every day or a couple of times a week, um, you share um, two positives and one negative. Mm-hmm. With, with your spouse, right? Uh, two positive, one negative. So one positive, one negative, and then one positive again. And the other person is only allowed to listen. They're not allowed to uh, rebuttal or, or anything of that nature. They're just able to hear what you have to say. For that very reason, Bert, as you just shared this a moment ago, is because sometimes we don't say those things. We think the right. the things like uh, you know that was nice uh, so and so did that for me today or that my my wife did this for me today but she doesn't know it she doesn't know about it and, and so taking the time being deliberate to take the time out and say look um, you really blessed me when you brought me that glass of water and I didn't ask for it yeah and uh, oh so here comes the negative one you know the negative one is you know you gave me a dirty look when I was leaving the house today, right? She's not she's not able to respond to that at that moment, uh, according to Les and Leslie Parrott. Um, so the idea is, is in about 30 minutes, then you can respond. But by then, it may not be that much big of a deal, right? Yep. 
So it gives you an opportunity to get some stuff off your chest, but at the same time, you have to look for two encouraging things to say, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, yep. and so it causes us to focus on that. You're right, absolutely. Isn't that good? Well, that's uh, you know, I, I want to tell you, Bert, that uh, I am uh, just proud of the man that you are and just uh, so blessed by your servant's heart and your desire to to make a difference in people's lives, and you do so with um, with just a, a joyful spirit and, uh, you know, the right heart. Most of the time, anyway, that's what I see. Maybe you're not thinking that all the time, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that seems to be your heart. And, uh, you know, by the way, um, I don't remember if I told you this or not, but uh, I actually dropped your name in the hat for uh, Transformational Leader, um, with the John Maxwell um, uh, group, um, you know, hopefully they'll give you a call and interview you. But I don't know. But I dropped your your name in the hat because uh, you know you're a, an awesome leader. You um, are a, a uh, you just have the the right heart. I mean, your your company has been uh, JD Powers. You know. Uh, best place to work, and um, you know you just run a uh, a beautiful company, and it just shows because your your character is in all of that. Uh, and so, I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate that in you. And uh, you know, sometimes we don't get to hear encouraging words uh, like that, but I just wanted to let you know that I see and I appreciate you. Well, Tom, I appreciate that so much, and. I, I appreciate you, uh, the just the awesome experience of being able to have have watched your kids grow up with you as their father and the way that you have really worked hard to instill uh, a value system and, and, and to give them the opportunity to experience faith on their own because we all know that your, your, your parents' faith does not make you a person of faith. But without a doubt... You've given them the opportunity to experience that, and and I, I absolutely love that you have a heart that is strongly after God's own heart, and that that makes a huge difference with every person that you impact every day. So I love you too, bro. Thanks, what uh, what challenge or what 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 can we leave with everybody this week? What's a tip or what's a challenge that you want to issue to those who are listening today? Well, the tip would be to listen to uh, things that are positive. You know, uh, in, in the Bible there, uh, Philippians 4.8, it says to focus on things that are true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable, uh, things that are excellent, right, things that are worthy of praise. Think on those things. You know, it's hard to think of those things and be depressed at the same time. So think about those things. That would be my tip. Uh, my challenge would be for every person that's listening to go out and find three people that you can say something encouraging to. And I hope that the first person they start with, if they're married, would be their spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, find something encouraging to say to your spouse. Uh, and not something like, well, honey, um, uh, <laughs> 
um, the dinner doesn't taste as bad tonight as it did last night. That would not be a good encouragement. <laughs> so find something that's very affirming and very encouraging to say uh, about your spouse or anyone from that matter. Right, right. So that would be my tip and my challenge. Absolutely. I agree. And, and that's great. And then just my my final challenge tonight, too, is just tomorrow or whatever the situation is, and when you have a full day of work, find three opportunities to speak encouragement to coworkers or managers, especially those who are maybe above you. Um, mm. A lot of times, you know, the owners of companies don't get to hear encouragement um, mm-hmm. from people to work for them because they're the ones who are always trying to keep things moving and going. And I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying that um, that employees don't need encouragement. Please understand that. But I am saying that sometimes the employers need to hear the encouragement as well because that then elevates them and allows them to be more effective in coaching and mentoring and training uh, their staff and their people too. So take the time at work to say and find three things to encourage people with, even if it's something as simple as, I am so happy that I get to work with you on this team. And watch mm-hmm. the difference that it makes in the relationships when you choose to encourage and instill that courage in other people. That's awesome. And, you know, if I could just interject on that note, because I was thinking that earlier, uh, and, and that is, you know, a lot of times our leaders, whether it be pastors or, or business owners, um, a lot of times we think that they've got it all together, they've got it all figured out, and, and so we don't take the time to even pray for them or uh, encourage them because we think that they've got it all together. They're the ones that have to come encourage me. They're the ones that have to pray for me. And, uh, you know, and, and so on that note, I think that that's a great point that you brought up today. Uh, to encourage our leaders uh, as well as as our peers and coworkers. Absolutely, good stuff. Well, uh, this has been a great time today uh, talking about encouragement. And and if any of you uh, listening have been encouraged today, uh, hey, just let us know uh, that you were encouraged or that um, this was a blessing to you or helped you. Uh, you know, and uh, we want to keep doing things like this. And, and we're so excited about uh, Real Leadership Company and and, um, and where we're going with all this. And yeah, we look to great things to happen coming up in the uh, season ahead. So thanks for listening to Real Leadership, Life, Love, and Leadership. Uh, I'm Tom and Bert on the line. Thank you for listening. God bless.